Councilman, welcome to Let's Chat About Death. A little bit of a different voice today. Chris has let me sit in the driver's yeah, seat. It's scary. Uh, yeah, he doesn't like my driving. Mm. So today we are going to change it up a little bit and we're going to talk about something a little controversial and maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit gross. So bit of a trigger warning for people if you don't like, you know, disgusting and gross, this might be a podcast to skip, but for yeah, everyone disclosure. else. <laughs> Just letting you know. It's, yeah, we're, we're going to get down and dirty. So, uh, yeah, now this podcast is going to be named The Shower Man. <laughs> or the shower chair man, probably. Shower chair man. Shower yep. chair man. Yeah, yeah. So, give a little bit of a uh, intro into what, well, yeah, <sighs> what, how did yes. all this come about? All right. So, we're going to talk about a death call that Chris received in the middle of the night, one night. Mm-hmm. So, it was a dark, still night. Um in, in Hallam. Um, <laughs> was it Hallam's? I think, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was pretty close to yeah. work. Um, uh, so this was one of the first nighttime calls that I had been on. I was fairly new to the industry. I, I actually think it was one of my first house calls. So Chris rings in the middle of the night. I try and sound really perky like I'd been awake <laughs> and waiting for his mm. phone call. Like, yeah, 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 I've yeah, been yeah. awake. I'm up, I'm up. No, I wasn't, not one bit. And Chris tells me that we're off to a house transfer and the police have actually been the ones to make that phone call. So mm. we make our way into work. Um, this might have actually, I'm thinking now more about it, I drove that night and I'm pretty sure that was the last time that Chris let me well, drive. I don't know if anyone has the same word for, especially when you're in the passenger seat and you've got that little bar that comes down above the window and I call it the Jesus bar. Um, That was the first time that A, I felt the top of my head hitting the station wagon's roof and me gripping for dear life to the Jesus bar. Um, yeah, over over uh, what speed humps? Yeah. yeah, wow. I um yeah. So that was the last time I was allowed mm. to drive. Uh, I'm a, I'm a good driver. I'm a so good we got driver. there and we then knocked on the door, and we were greeted by um, you know, some lovely policemen, and um, with their tasers. With their tasers, and there was no no, there was no cows. So um, cows could have made it <laughs> all that more interesting. Yeah, shower man with cows. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Go on. Go on. Yes. So we went. Yeah, we backed oh, in. We went up dear. the stairs. There was probably three or four stairs, and we were greeted by uh, senior sergeant. Blah blah blah. Yes. Um. I guess to to paint the picture. You know, it's the middle of the night, as Chris said, backed into the driveway. There were two police officers. Mm -hmm. There were crickets also. And 
there was a, I guess, a senior constable and there was a fairly new rookie constable as well. Yeah. And the explanation that they gave us was a neighbour had done a welfare check mm-hmm. after or attempted to do a welfare check for a neighbour. Now, this neighbour hadn't put his bins out for some time. These neighbours checked in on each other. This gentleman lived alone. Um, So he called the police and he said, look, you know, I haven't seen my neighbour. He hasn't put his bins out. He's not answering his door. So the police have gone to do a welfare check and they have found this gentleman passed away in his ensuite bathroom. Um, I don't know whether there is a way to describe this Mm. delicately, but he had passed away sitting on a shower chair in the middle of his bathroom Um, and he had fallen. He didn't have a back on this shower chair. It was more like a stool and he's obviously collapsed and fallen backwards and... It's like he was either wanting to go to the toilet or like... Because the bed to the toilet... Or to that bathroom was probably three Only, metres. Yeah, not far. Not far. Not um, far. Yeah, and yeah, so no back, no back, what else? Yeah, yeah. so he had, um, look, if you can imagine, you know, arms above his head, his his head was on the floor. When ki- You know when kids <laughs> do the arch <laughs> exactly where they go back and they do and then, yeah, like, Two two hands on the ground, two feet on the ground, but their their whole spine is 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 in a circle, like yep. in a half circle. Yeah, that's exactly. Now, my first thing when I walked in is, oh my god, how the hell did he do that? Yeah, because I have think- never seen anything no. like that in my no. life. I would think that if someone had, I guess my first thought mm. was. If someone has passed away while they're sitting down on a chair like that, they would normally have slumped forward or maybe or to the side. Off yeah. Or, but yeah, this this poor man was in such a position. Um, so look for me, like I said, I, I was a I was a rookie in this, you know, in this transfer as well, and I just stood there trying to take in everything, and then it hit me that. This gentleman had what been... What hit you? Oh, the smell? The smell. Oh, now, I'm laughing and, and I'm not taking the mickey out of anyone, so please don't. But it's something that I... I yeah. It, it, it's... Yeah. It potent. was such an experience. Um, um, it was the smell, his position. Um, he had been deceased for some time. Yeah. Um, so his condition was not good. So um, when you say his condition, his condition, what what would you say his skin was like? Uh, so his skin was uh, look, and it, it it is a thing to 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 take in and to try and describe delicately. The colouring of his skin, mm. you know, there was greens, blues, purples, black, black. There was there was yeah. all sorts of colour, um, and. I mean, he was a very large gentleman. He was very tall, and he was he was built. He was mm. you know he was a big man. Um, and then taking on his legs, um, he he was full of fluid, like so, like sacks, of sacks fluid. of fluid, like um, a big 
two big blisters around his ankles and oh. foot. Yep. That would have at least had 500 mils of liquid in each. Easily. Easily. Um, and I think his arms had the same. Oh, very much so. Very much so. So any fluid that he had in his, you know, arms and legs all went to that area. Yeah. But clear fluid. Yeah. Um, so taking all of that in amongst the smell, um, so sadly it was the perfect storm. You know, he's he's passed away in a mm. bathroom with the heater blaring and the heat lamp, you know, like yeah, how you have yeah. those old school heat lamps. All of that was on. So his condition was not not good. But then, and I think this is where we kind of uttered those <laughs> first words, is how are we going to get him out of here? Yeah, um, how, very different. How are we going to get him off this stool? Mm. How, actually, I didn't think any of that. Chris thought all of that. I just stood there with my mouth open yeah. going, Which oh, is my like, God. You better close your mouth before something goes in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm like, oh, this is all happening at 2 o'clock in the morning. So like, the senior sergeant at this time um, was trying to teach this rookie of, you know, how to do these welfare checks. So he came in and with uh, with the junior and said, okay, I'll leave you with the funeral directors. I'm going to go and... Go into the kitchen to, to do something. But this rookie came in, he goes, Oh, when you move him, can you can we turn him over? Because we've got a he had this big iPad thing. He says, I need to take some photos so you know it doesn't show that he's got a knife hanging out of him or something like yeah. once again, a, a a reportable death to the coroner. Yeah. Yeah, this guy had it obviously been sick. Like he had things around his bedside table and uh, being a single man, he's just left everything yeah. just go, yeah. um, and there was heaps of medication. They were they weren't actually able to find his next of kin, so yeah. that's why we got the call. But yeah. the young rookie, and you remember this when the young rookie comes in. Oh. So what we did to get him off was, I thought, get him off the stool. Yeah, the get easiest easiest thing that I could do was to hopefully get Jess to hold his arm. Or something, as I gently pulled this stool from underneath him. Now I knew it's probably going to break or whatever, but we didn't have a choice. It was either we push him off or gently move him off. Yep. Now in this time that we were doing this, and once again, it's pretty graphic, um, that one of the foot blisters decided that it wanted to rupture. Yeah. So. All of a sudden we've got a pool of smelly fluid fluid on my side and I'm trying to <laughs> miss that while Jess has got the blistered arms making sure that that wasn't popping. Ugh. But we pulled that um, stool out from him like that was – there was nothing wrong with it. He went down gently – we then turned him over for the police officer to, to take it. But he then <laughs> he then was dry reaching because of the smell of yeah. the popped blister. Now, obviously I had been in the industry for a long time and I had learnt um, ways, even if I'm in the mortuary and there's a bad smell, I, there's, a, there's a different breathing technique you can do and it normally means just don't breathe. Um, that's what it means because I reckon I would have barfed everywhere if 
if I would have kept breathing yeah. that in. Now I feel sorry for this poor gentleman because it wasn't his wasn't his fault and whatever. But I remember <laughs> the, <laughs> the Rocky coming out of the room going, I don't know how you do this for a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear the senior sergeant or whatever, he's having a bit of a giggle like, oh yeah. 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 And to be honest, he was bad, but he's not the worst. No. So no. this was probably one of the one of the ones that I don't think we will ever see a gentleman of in his late seventies doing the arch ever again. Oh. Um, it, I yeah. One thing I learnt on that transfer was um, don't wear a three hundred dollar pair of shoes. No. Because I no. took them home and put them in the bin. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. No. Um. I think I just wiped mine over and started <laughs> using them. <laughs> Wanted to know why the dog was licking my shoes when I yeah. got home. Um, but, yeah. So then we had the big job of placing him on – because at that stage he was sort of taking up the door frame. So we then had to try to put a sheet underneath him, yeah. um, which got full of fluid anyway. That and was when the other leg popped. That's right. The other yeah. one went. And we thought, you know what, who cares? Just we'll go out and we'll get another sheet and yeah. then we'll do the best we can. So we placed him on to uh, our two-man stretcher, which is just pretty much like a, um, a backboard. And uh, uh, then we ended up carrying him out because his bedroom was right at the very front of the house. So it was sort of out into the little hall and then down the stairs where – the, the stretcher was awaiting us. Now, being Jess's first, one of oh. Jess's very first ones, like yeah. he was he was a big man. He was a solid man and we did very, very well. And the police officers at the time, were they much help? Not at that point. Oh. Not at that point because like anything, you know, we don't touch their job, they don't touch our job. They're... they're um, but as soon as we got outside, the door the the door was shut. They were they must they have been there. They were they were getting ready to go. We've <laughs> put the person onto the stretcher, oh, and then all of a sudden it nearly tips in half because that was my fault. That <laughs> was my fault. I will now wear that. Just letting you know, it <laughs> never went to the ground, but it was. Because the ground was all um, it was like pavers, like brick pavers, and it was all uneven. Yeah, it was yeah. it was a rubbish driveway, but um, we were lucky that the the other policeman was there just to sort of grab. Yeah, um, I was sort of half half down the side, come whatever. But we 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 managed to do it, and then obviously brought him safely back to us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely definitely a story that we'll we'll always remember. Um, and I think even the next day. Um, was Jess actually showed us how this gentleman had passed away in front of a group of people. Um, <laughs> in of, the office. Uh, just, in the office. Us. Not not externally <laughs> but how to do the arch. Um, and I don't think I'll see her ever do that again. No, no. I, um, I was six months at the chiropractor <laughs> after that. I popped that. a rivet. Um, so, yeah, um, not, not easy. Yeah, not easy. yeah. So um, but... They finally got a hold of the next of kin. It was the next day and then we got a, a call from 
Uh, the family didn't even ring us. Um, they got a call, we got a call from another funeral director, and they came. And I guess this is the difference between them and us. Yep. Is they came in very, you know, well, you know, where where is he? Yep. Suits and ties. Yeah, suits and ties. It's like now, just letting you know. Wait, yeah, whatever, mate. Whatever. Yeah. It's like no, I've got to let you know that he's got. Not nah, uh, just. Has he got any jewellery? Got any other documents? Why hasn't he got this? Why hasn't he got that? It's like give so, us the body bag and we're going. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much awful. how it was. And I felt awful for this guy because we had invested two a.m. Now, I know this probably doesn't make any difference, but we didn't get paid for that job. No. You know what I mean? Like that was something that we did at the kindness of our heart as a community service yeah. event. All I would have loved was a bit of recognition, you know, yeah. from from even the directors that were taking him or, you know, even the family. But the family is a little bit different because they've just lost their dad or brother or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's that's the big difference. Um, so I, I now have a story um, or one of the many. Um, and I remember when I was a funeral director's assistant and – we went out and did a, a transfer um, and it was still in the days of, of the coroners um, and you used to always know where the house was because you'd see a whole lot of lights or, uh, or policemen standing out the front. Yeah. Um, and there was like a, a black haze over the front of the house. Oh, no. Now, that's probably where I realised that my eyes probably weren't doing too much for me because I'm thinking, what what, what is that? Like it, it, it's shadowed or whatever. And then we realised that it was flies. Oh. Now, yeah. I don't like flies personally. I think they're probably um, – they've Who got does? a purpose in the whole life cycle, I guess. But when it comes to deceased people, they're not good, no. right? So if you see a whole lot of police people outside and you see a whole lot of flies – you know that what you're going into is not going to be good. So we had uh, a lady that had um, an elderly lady. Once again, neighbour hadn't seen her for days. Now, this was sort of during winter time. So, uh, you know, what a lot of older generation used to do, it was an old, like, weatherboard home too, and they'd have the, the fire... Um, or heater in the wall that had the bars. Yep. yep. And, you know, she'd have a crochet rug there and everything was all nice and close and might even have her little clothes out on a little line. Aww. So she obviously got up and it was probably the length of, of her body from where her recliner seat was to, to the heater. Well, she's gone down, hasn't she? Head first oh, right under the ground, the right into the heater. So... Days of this radiant heat on her. Obviously, you know, she had, I think she had cats. So uh, then obviously you had cats coming in and out of back doors and whatever and or in and out of cat flaps and, and so there was all sorts of creepy crawlies. Um, yeah. Ants. Ants was a big thing. Um, oh, that makes my skin crawl. Oh, it, it, was, it was terrible. Now, I don't know if... Some of you that are on here will will know what I'm talking about. But do you remember the carpet? It was a very thin pile carpet. And I think they used to call it Manchester. That was and it had like 
swirls. I'm pretty sure my mum and dad up until recently had that in their house. Yeah, it was like either a brown and a white or a cream and a, yeah. (laughs) Now, uh, the partner and I, we went in. um, Now, in those days, we we didn't wear any face mask. It it just didn't exist pretty much. Um, I actually asked a police officer that was in charge, can you take us in? No, 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 it's just uh, in the in the side room, uh, lounge room. I went, ah, oh, no, I'd like you to take us in. And you, you could <laughs> mm. see that, you know, you just didn't want to do it. But anyway, he did. But he was holding his breath all the way through it. And I'm trying to ask him questions. And, and I was trying to focus totally off what was in front of us. But I needed to know how and when and, like, how bad is this. Um, while the 15 other cops are out the front, <laughs> which was lucky for them. Um, but when we went to try to move this lady, obviously she had been um, heat affected yeah. um, and her hair had pretty much fizzled. Like Ugh. it was yeah. it was what well, was not good. And um, I do apologise, but I, I think some people, you know, like to have a little bit of um, this information. Um, but then we had... Uh, trying to lift her, she was actually like attached to the carpet. Oh, like she had melted. Like, into yeah. And oh. there was a big pool of obviously bodily fluids and things around. And we ended up having to cut the carpet around her. Oh, goodness. Um, because her face was a, was adhered to the carpet. Um, oh. And. That was pretty horrific. That was probably one of – but so they reckon maybe four or five days that she had been on the ground oh. and that would probably indicate why she had so many animals and things around her. Um, and, yeah, so we cut the carpet out, placed her into a body bag and then took her into the coroner's. But um, I always remember that. And the poor rookies that were obviously there on the day too, you know, that's what they're confronted with. Yeah. That's their job. Now, the public, and the reason why we're, we're declaring all of this too is public just think, sometimes think that death is just dry and they die and then we pick up. That people pass away in their yeah, sleep and it. we come no, no, and get no, no, them no. and that's it. You know, when when you know there's an event and you think, well, why is that road closed all day? There's a process to this. Yeah. It's not... You know, quick, get the funeral director in now and we'll, it's all done. No, yep. no, no, no. They've got to make sure that there's no foul doing. There's no yep. – um, yep. all of all of that all comes in together. But back in the day when I first started doing this, I never thought it was that full on. No, no. You know, it's like going to a gunshot, um, you know, or someone's taking his own life with a, with a shotgun or, you know, suicides, electrocutions. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, um, the burning, um, arson. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in this business that will turn you off and I know we keep going back to food occasionally but it does. It turns you off certain things that you just can't eat anymore. For sure. Um, and uh, just trying to think, yeah, go on. Yeah, just even going back to... You know, people, uh, and you see it all the time. I see it all the time and I think, oh, God, people, be be patient, be mm. respectful. Um, you know, you'll often see on, like, Facebook 
notice boards like suburbs, you know, oh, this road's closed or there's been an accident on such and such a road. And, you know, I think that's where people sometimes forget that, like you said, that road is closed because something has happened. Someone has lost a family member. That's right. Someone's been in a car accident. Um, And that probably brings me to like spectators. Mm. It was a... um, transfer that you and I did for a gentleman that had passed away at home um, unexpectedly but had a medical condition. So we it wasn't a coroner's. Um, Just garage call. man? It is, yeah. yes. And it was right, um, right before Christmas, like a couple of days and, you know, his wife had come home and found him and it was just tragic. Um, and she was... Um, partially blind. She too. was. She was. Yeah. Um, he was. You know. He was a, a her carer. Yeah. Um, so terrible circumstance. But he died in the garage, and the access that we had was to, you know, obviously mm. open the garage door. Put well, we didn't know. I don't. I think at the start we didn't know. It's just like, oh, I'll go in and open up, <laughs> thinking that he he might have died in the garden. And they've opened the garage door, and here he is, laid right out there, right there. Yeah. Um, but I remember turning around and neighbours, yeah, neighbours. The, tra- the tradies across the road. Oh, God, like there were people across BB. the road having a yeah, stubby yeah, like, watching oh, this all unfold. No shirts on, I remember oh, that. Oh, my God. And, you know, kids, kids riding their little <laughs> yeah. bikes up the footpath. But, yeah. you know, everyone. But you could see nearly every house there were people either blatantly standing out the front or they were like peeking through their curtains and – to be on show, but then all I felt for this poor family was like everyone's watching this tragedy yeah, yeah. unfold. It's an episode of like, uh, you know, that, what's just, that, yeah. Just awful, yeah. Yeah, like Neighbours. Yeah. Neighbours. Yeah. like, oh, yeah. and tomorrow's episode. Ugh, um, just awful. But people are curious. People are, you know, people, people have that. I guess, morbid sense of what's going on. I think on, we've all done happened. it. It's the, what do they call the, um, is it rubber decking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, what's happening? And that's why accidents happen on Absolutely. the road. Absolutely. You're looking to the left or the right rather than looking yes. at the front um, of where you're driving. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Look, I, I have probably hundreds of stories I can share. Um, and hopefully as we go through our episodes down the track, we'll be able to share some more um, because I think, like we've said, you know, we've we've armed an art if we were going to do things like this, but I, yeah. think, I, I, th- I think the public needs to know that it's not, if I don't, using the word glamorous probably isn't the word, but mm. um, it's not cut and dry. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of things that we have to, yeah. yeah. I think in the grand, grand scheme of things, people perceive funeral directors as, you know, those people that suit up, that don't have any emotions, mm. that bark a few orders at funerals and make things happen. Yeah. When in actual fact, and I think that's what I've spoken about in our last few podcasts, you know, it can be an emotionally taxing job. We do everything at ground level. Yeah. You know, we don't outsource our transfers. We are the ones that get up at 2 o'clock in the morning to pick up people that have died on shower chairs. Yeah. And um, yeah. we go to nursing homes and, you know, we meet our families and we, we make that connection and 
we give them the very best service that they deserve. Mm. So it's, I guess it's all part, even the good, bad and the ugly, like yeah. we've just spoken about, is all part of what we do. There was one just before we, we finalise this episode anyway, there was <laughs> another, for those that are in Melbourne in Australia, we have a big bridge called the Westgate and that used to be notorious for people committing suicide off that. They yeah. just get, oh, I don't know how anyone could, that, that is high. But very high. Um, so they used to just jump off it. Now it was just like a standard bridge, standard height, no no issue with the site. And then they built this huge big meshing over, which then didn't stop people. But once again, when we still had the coroner's contract, um, it'd be every couple of days you'd be called down to to this area and collect any of the bodies that had been washed up from the big ocean like the big container ships that have like stirred the mud up because jumping from a certain height now i would say 100 meters just 100 and bit meters right for example um and you go in be the head first or foot first you're going to go especially if they did it at low tide yeah you're going to go into a huge amount of mud at the bottom or sediment on the bottom. I'd hate to know what else is down there. Um, But as soon as these big ships would come in with their um, thrusters and all sorts of stuff, that would murk it all up and then bodies would pop to the top. And it was like they ended up having to put a big body net in there to capture all of the bodies. Almost like a shark net. Yeah, yeah. And then we would come along and... You know, like, oh, yeah, here's a rope, get that one, bring that one in. And it was awful, absolutely awful. So, once again, public aren't aware of all of that. They just, oh, yeah, someone commits suicide and then, yeah, they just go pick them up then. No, no, no. A lot of the time we don't even know that it's happened until those days. So, um, That's the thing, isn't it? People think, okay, someone's died and they're going to have a funeral. There's... There's yeah, so yeah. much that happens in between that. Definitely. So much. Definitely. So, um, yeah. So there you go. That's that's a bit of um, bit of information for you all. Um, you know, and uh, even though I didn't get, I was shafted for the for the introduction. <sighs> he's fin- you know. he's going to finish it up though. Yeah, I'm going to finish <laughs> it up now. Um, so thank you, Jess, for doing the intro. Um, no it's not problems. as good as mine, but anyway, oh, we, we did it. Um, and thank you for sharing and caring and <laughs> all of the things that go with that. Um, thank you. I hope no one's put their head into a porcelain bowl or a, or a bucket after hearing about that. Um, it is pretty graphic, um, but maybe you got a bit of a kick out of it too, knowing that there is different things in in what we do so um the more you know oh exactly all right all right guys well look take care and uh yeah we'll did a minute put my teeth back in i've <laughs> uh, uh, got no hair and teeth will be the next to go so <laughs> all right guys take care and we'll catch you next time bye bye